I simply call it the land of Nod. The land of Nod. N-O-D. The land of Nod. It's a very simple thing. But I just want to share some things with you. How many of you know that to a large degree, so many of us are not maintaining the joy we are supposed to have 24 hours in the day? Amen. How many of you know that within the week, often and again, we get into some fits of anger, all manner of things crosses our way? And how many of you know that sometimes even in life, the kind of progress we are supposed to make, we are not making those progress and we just wonder why. Despite all the prayers that we are praying. And sometimes we think it has to do with the devil. But basically it's not necessarily the devil. It is because you are in the land of Nod. And there are reasons and things that you get yourself into that. And these are some of the things we want to look into this morning. Because you see, you need to be free. You need to be a free man in life. You need to walk freely in life. Hallelujah. Very important and very crucial. You can turn very quickly, if you will, to the book of Genesis chapter number 4. We're going to be reading from there. There's a need for you to be free in your mind. There's a need for you to be where God intends you to be. There's a need for you to come to the place where we should come to that level that 24 hours of the day, 7 days in the week, 4 weeks in the month, we have the joy of the Lord flowing through our lives. We must come to that place. Hallelujah. Are we in Genesis chapter number 4? I'm reading from verse 8. Now you know the story of Cain and Abel. Amen. Glory. And the Bible says, verse number 8, And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. Remember, they were in the field. And it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? There's nothing wrong in me, your brother's keeper. And he said, What has I done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. And now at that cost from the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Note that verse. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be on the earth. And can said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Now, let me just say this. My punishment is greater than I can bear. What do you think he's talking about? Is he saying, why are you saying all this thing and all of those things? No, 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 no. Basically, what he's saying is this. Is it possible for me to be forgiven? In other words, the crimes I've committed... Can I still get forgiveness? Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Okay. Just move on a little bit. Behold, 
that has driven me out of this day from the face of the earth. Was he driven out of the face of the earth? And from the face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. What does that mean? Because in the first place, I don't know. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, you are a child of God and the laws of God are working in your spirit. Whether you write them down or not, whether you read them from the book or not, you have a conscience that the laws of God are working in your spirit. Do you know in the true sense, why we can make this statement, where the scripture speaks about the revenge of blood is in Genesis chapter 9, verse number 6. If you go there, you see, whosoever shed man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made, it is Genesis chapter 9, verse number 6. But this thing is happening in Genesis chapter 4. But he's speaking of what is supposed to take place in Genesis chapter 9. Are you getting what I'm talking about now? Now, by implication, Ken is saying, everywhere I go, there must be an avenger. The avenger of the blood of the brother is all over the place. In other words, every man can slay me because he's become the avenger of the blood of Abel. Are you getting what I'm talking about now? Good. So he was trying to say, God, look at what he's done. Look at what you're trying to say. That's why he say, I've been driven for the face of the earth. You know what? I have to hide from men because men, once they see me and I've slain a man, he'll definitely have the right because he's made also in the image and likeness of God. The man I slew have a brother who is a man in God's image. Anywhere. What am I trying to say? The seed you saw here can catch up with you even in America. So, can he say, I've been driven from the face of the earth. But it's on the earth. But what he's trying to say, if I don't hide from man, they will slay me. I'm trying to give you something in relation to whatever a man's way. That shall he also reap. I'm still building up on that. He's saying, anywhere I go, because the one I slew is made in the image and likeness of God. So his own brother, anywhere in the world, wherever I find myself, is qualified, I have the right to do what? To slay me. How many of you know some of the things you do now are speaking against you or can speak against you tomorrow and retrogress you? You don't find favor in, in places where walking. You don't find excitement. How many of you understand? We said the same thing in Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give it shall be given unto you. Remember that? Good men shaking together. Sham. What people? Men. Understand that. What you do to one man revolves around men. That is his cry here. This thing I have done to ever. He's speaking. It has been registered. Not all over. All over the earth. It's been registered. So wherever I find myself now. Man is qualified to do what? To revenge. So sometimes the, the things you do in your home. <laughs> they speak outside. You'll be wondering why people treat you the way they treat you outside. It's part of the thing you've done at home. The way you treat people. Because, you see, it's one blood. What, you see, Acts chapter 17, the Bible tells us that we are made of one blood of all nations. Is that okay? It's one blood, one nation. You treat me the way you feel like treating me. You don't know you are treating yourself. You are positioning yourself for men to attack you outside. You don't know. 
And when those things happen, you'll be crying, praying fire prayer. You forget. You just sow the seed. You kill an neighbor. You just kill an neighbor. A righteous seed in the house. Now the blood is out there. And men have been commissioned, waiting for you. Now, 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 now Cain is saying, look at what you've done. I can't be forgiven. I've come to realize it. I can't be forgiven. Now, but let's look at something else. Man, this is many thousands strongly to me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever, can you see that? Slayed Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him. Sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him to do what? Can you get that? Any finding him. Where? On the face of the earth. He killed one man. It becomes any finding him. What is the relationship? What is the connection? Are you still there with me? It is his own brother he killed. But he had become any. Any, anywhere. On the face of the earth. Do all you are supposed to do. Do all you feel you want to do to an individual here. It speaks for you. It could be outside. It could be outside of your own tribe, your own community, your own nation. It is any on the face of the earth. Are you following this? Let's be careful how we deal with this. I'm going to be sharing some things. I was sharing something with someone. And I'm going to have a full teaching on that. Especially when it comes to the issue of marriage. See, you kill without using the sword. You may use your tongue for the people to hear. But what God considers is the thought you have before you speak. Let me give you an example. That's why relationship you're talking about is very crucial. Honoring the king is very crucial. Do you know in the Bible that the only woman that the Bible recorded to be barren was Michael, the daughter of Saul that was given to David? Why? David was dancing before the ark. And the Bible says she despised the king in her heart. Simple. And when the king came, said, How wonderful was the king today, dancing naked before the people? She didn't say that first. She already said something in her heart. She only voiced it out when they came in. And right from that moment, she became barren. Be careful how you talk to people. And when this happened, now you can imagine that. The Bible recorded every other woman in the Bible had a delay in bringing forth. Bible said, God, we told your womb. God opened your womb. God, we told. But in the case of this woman, barren, God see her continuously. Why? God doesn't want to raise another generation through her. That would be an oppression. Hallelujah. Please understand this is very crucial. You've given me such punishment on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. In other words, I don't have anywhere to go to now. And he said, you hide me from your presence. And I'm going to come to that. Hallelujah. But the key thing I want you to understand is the simple principle that whatever you do to one man expands in your future. All over the world. Anywhere you go, you will encounter it. 
anywhere you go on the face of the earth. In fact, Proverbs said the wicked are rewarded on this earth. Hallelujah. And so, can you realize this? Consciously, I believe, from the spirit, and he cried. And the Lord said, okay, I'll put a mark on you. I'm going to protect you. Is that okay? The mark become a protective covering upon who? Upon Cain. Why? To prevent him from being killed by any man. Understand that? Whosoever, anywhere, any man sees. Now, that means <laughs> there are some things you do when people see you. Their intention is to kill you. They want to eliminate you. They want to get you out of the way. They don't want you to, they don't want to see your face. Something is wrong. Hallelujah. You need not just the mark of God. You need forgiveness. Because even the mark is there. It means you are still living under that cause. It's just that you are being protected. Is that alright? Now look at the next verse. Verse 16. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. And dwelt in the land of Nod. Hallelujah. Well, God actually did that, but then the Bible tells me he went out. Now, I think the best he should have done is to simply cry for forgiveness and not go out. It's the same thing that happened to, to, to Adam, as the case may be. God actually drove him fine. But the key thing is, when you realize you've come into this kind of state, all you need to do is to go back to God. And not to get away from God. Cain, the Bible said, went away from the presence of God. And went to the land of Nod. Now the word Nod is the word wandering or exile or vagabond. And so on and so forth. It means to disappear or it means to flee. Now, this is serious. Why is it serious? Because in Psalm 51 verse number 11. Let's just quickly turn there so that you can understand what I'm saying. So many of us are living in the land of wandering. And if I do call the wandering stars, amen. And this is a major reason why people get into the land of wandering. It is the relationship they can keep with the opposite or with the people they are supposed to be around them. The simple relationship they can maintain, the simple relationship they can kill, how they have used their heart and their mind to destroy their fellow man. They find themselves in the land of wandering, out of the presence of the Lord. Look at Psalm 51, verse number 11 and 12. Cast me not away from where? Now, what happened to Cain? Oh, that's the thing. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not the Holy Spirit from me. Everybody knows that, isn't it? Okay, look at verse 12. Restore unto me what? The joy of the salvation and upon me with what? Thy free spirit. What is saying here? Let me first look at number 12. It says, when you say upon me with thy free spirit, it's like saying, in the right hand, they have a pleasure forevermore. Is that all right? Is that alright? Now you know something in the book of Zechariah, the Bible says that Satan was standing in the right hand of Joshua. And that's to say there was a kind of accusation against Joshua that he can be made a high priest. Hallelujah. 
Are you listening to me? Now, David is saying, God, listen to me. Even if there be forces that want to stand on my right hand, I want to be at your right hand because at the right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And your right hand can be able to stop every walk of the enemy preventing me from getting into position of honor, authority, and exhortation. I want to be at the right hand. Don't withhold the right spirit from me. And get that. He's talking about thy free spirit, thy right spirit, it has to do with this. The state of your mind. Let me show you the next thing. Why I connect that. Verse 14 of the same chapter. That you can understand it. If you don't have the right spirit. You will definitely be cast out of his presence. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Are you there with me? Verse 14. Psalm 51. Are you there now? Deliver me from what? Oh my God. Thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Now listen closely. Deliver me from, look at what he's praying for. What is he praying for? This is prophetic in the, in the first place. Is that really connected if you will? Remember, he killed too. Second Samuel 11 verse 17, if you like, you can write it down. Remember that? He killed Uriah. And he knows, he understood what it means. When you kill, the end point is, you are driven from what? From his presence. So when he was saying, cast me not away from thy presence, it's all like connected, Father. Give me a right hand not to kill people. <laughs> are you getting what I'm talking about? Because when I get out of your presence, the next thing is a wandering star, bondage, suffering, accusation. Men will be looking for me to kill me. Now, this is what Cain was supposed to do. Exactly the thing that David did. He prayed for forgiveness. He asked for the spirit. He asked for the renewing of his thoughts towards man. The only thing that can drive you from God's presence is your relationship with man who is made in the image and likeness of God. <laughs> when you go into your prayer club, because, you know, we often know, and, and I agree, there's no problem that we maintain our relationship. But listen, the Bible says, how can you say you love God? Whom you can see. And yet the man made in the image of God. You, don't, you understand what I'm talking Look at the connection. So how do you prove your love towards man? Towards man. And David is saying, hey, God help me. Deliver me from blood guilt. Because I know the consequences. When that of Uriah happened, I know what happened to my spirit. My, your free spirit, which had to do with my salvation, was no longer at work. I can remember what happened to Cain when he killed his own brother. He was driven from your presence. God, cast me not away from your presence. What it means to say is, God, don't allow me or don't give me to myself. Be my helper in my thoughts towards my fellow man. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You see, when you don't have this relationship, you come into a place where you live in bondage, you live in suffering, you live in difficulty, business are not working, and you'll be wondering why. It is just a killing principle in your heart. There is somebody you have not forgiven. There is somebody that you don't like. There is somebody that you hate. There is somebody that you don't want his progress in life. There is somebody you feel that something wrong must happen to the person. There is something somewhere in your heart of heart. God is saying that. And with that, you are no longer in his presence. But you hear what the Bible says. 
in the presence is the fullness of joy. Why do you think you are not happy? Because you are not in his presence. No matter where King went to, agree he had a mark on his head that no man would kill him. There was no longer joy in his life. You may succeed without joy. You may have everything without the joy of the Lord. Because you can only get the fullness of the joy of the Lord where? In his presence. But when you come to the life of this David man or the life of King, you are out of his presence. You can get the joy of the Lord. Can you see why we don't have joy? 24 hours in the day, our thoughts swinging like a pendulum. Is that okay? We just move on the negative, we move on the positive and all that. We, listen, people, cleanse your hearts. Love the human beings because they are made in the image and the likeness of God. Love them. Hallelujah. Deliver me from blood guiltness. Oh God, that God of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. And like I said, he could remember. And now when you go to Psalm 16, this is going to be a very short message, but I'm sure I'm already getting through. If you look at Psalm 16, verse number 11, look at what they have to say. Hallelujah. Thou will show me what? The path of life. <laughs> In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are, are you getting this? I mean, can you see why David is praying these kind of prayers? <laughs> Glory to God. Thou will show me the part of life. In other words, you will make me to know how to walk with humanity. How to relate, you will make me see it. That's a part of life. How do I relate with people? What is the level of relationship I'm supposed to maintain? How do I maintain relationship with people? Show me the part of life. That no matter what man does to me, may I not hold anybody guilty in my conscience. Because in that presence is a fullness of joy. And if I begin to hold somebody bitterness in my heart against people, I'll be driven away from that presence. Then I can't receive the fullness of joy anymore in my life. That's what David is saying. Because Cain was driven. In fact, he went out. He migrated out. But you know, if you read the account of, 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 of Cain, this guy became prosperous. He even built a city. Remember that? A man that built a city means the man was wealthy. The man was rich. But with a guilty conscience. With just the protective covering of God. He could do all that. That means fame. Everything you think you can get today. If you have all of that, it does not equate with the joy of the Lord. Which has to do with you being where? In his presence. How many of you know we can go into prayers now and our prayer closes and come out and still know that we have some people that we can never, never forgive in this life? How many of you know that? And that's what David is saying. God help me. Deliver me from this blood guiltiness. We kill people with our thoughts. We kill people in our mind. We kill people. Our wishes are enough to make people go to the grave. If not for God, just putting one mark on their forehead. Hallelujah. 
How many of you know that wishes are powerful as even your prayers? God is just not permitting something to work. Otherwise, your witches, they are as powerful as prayers. Because the ideas, witches are actually ideas that become ideals. They become productive. When you wish something, they are ideas. And when ideas become ideals, they become effectual. They become tangible, things you can handle. That is why you must check your thought pattern. Your thinking pattern. You must pray like David prays. Why are we, I repeat, why are we not happy? Why are we not happy? Our mind. Now, look, look, restore unto me the joy of salvation. You see, it means the joy of salvation was taken away. Why was it taken away? Uriah died. No more in his presence because Uriah died. Say, God, restore it to me. I know when I first knew you. I know when I came into your presence. I know what it means to be in fellowship with you. Now I don't have it. My conscience is guilty because of Uriah's death. I need to come back to your presence. Have you felt this? This is a man with God's spirit. And this is why the Bible keeps saying David is a man after God's heart. When you think about your fellow man, when you think about your husband, your wife, your sister, your, your child who have done something, do you have a place in your heart for forgiveness? Have you thought about it? Is it listen, it's eroding the joy of your salvation. And it's making things difficult. It's not just eroding the joy, it's making things difficult. It's setting you up against, I mean, obstructions and, I mean, people, look at the experience of this man. Wherever a man finds you, you are going to be killed. Just one act. That's what I'm saying. So that thing you are doing is setting you up against people. You find it difficult. You go for contract, you don't get it. You write this, you don't get it. You do this, you'll be wondering why. The next thing you're talking about parental causes. Man, check your spirit and pray just like David prayed. Restore to me the joy of salvation. Deliver me from guiltness of the blood sharing. Let me not attempt it anymore. Let me not divisively do it in any way. I know the consequences because it takes me from your presence. Listen, you can be happy all day long. It is possible to be happy all day long. Many are no many. You can be happy all day long. I, I am somebody who have not been able to maintain one million in my account. Despite my age. Huh? I'm just telling you something. The highest I've maintained in my account is 500,000. Which is half a million. Now, I'm not saying he's there now. I'm talking about some, some, some four years ago. 500,000. That was the highest my account to read. As, uh, now, why am I giving you this story? I spoke with a guy and, and he said, Apostle David, what is it? I said, well, I just got my visa for Singapore, but I need about 300,000 for the ticket. He said, with you, you don't have to say that. Because since I knew you, I know you don't have physical cash, but all your needs have been met. So you also get the ticket. And the guy spoke the truth. I don't have physical cash, but I have no need that I'll not be met. Are you getting what I'm talking about? There is no need. There is no time a need arises that is not met. Not because I have to write a check. I, my checkbook is still full. 
the one they gave to me is still loaded i don't know how many pieces have gone out maybe two the checkbook is still there i don't know what but my needs are being met he missed my need what am i trying to say i have joy because he missed my need it is not money that gives me joy anymore but as a human being i complain sometimes i feel bad but what i'm trying to make you understand is this when we have free conscience when we we're not holding anybody in our heart to squeeze the person wishing people wrong or bad things trying to be i don't know what to say king like towards the bird you will have joy and the joy of the lord will produce for you that's why nehemiah chapter 8 verse number 10 say the joy of the lord is your energy come on the power to walk is in the joy of the lord success everything you must do to succeed is in the joy of the lord now how do you get the joy of the lord to be where in his presence are you getting that in thy presence is the fullness of joy and look at the book of proverbs he said if you faint in the days of adversity that's in the days of trouble your joy is small <laughs> can you get that you know Lord, even in the midst of trouble the joy of the lord ought to deliver you how do you get delivered from trouble the joy of the lord where does the joy of the lord come from in his presence how will you maintain the joy of the lord being in his presence your relationship with humanity which made in image and likeness of god mother teresa had no estate of her own but she was a universal mother the joy of the lord was her strength she could do many things yet she have no personal enterprise that she was running and like our the brother said and yesterday and somebody said we're arranging for your ticket tomorrow hey Hallelujah. glory to god the ticket is already available and so we are heading to singapore to declare the good news of the kingdom are you following what i'm talking about and we're already getting connected to the philippine we're chatting on the guy said you coming to singapore we'll pay your flight to philippine spend the weekend with us and teach us the truth of the kingdom we get to philippine we know when we get to singapore the visa will not be a problem the visa can only be a problem in nigeria but once we cross the border we will get it so this one trip we're killing two birds and the ticket already been paid for the joy of the lord is our strength it's not in the account but the needs have been met am i talking to somebody i want you to rejoice with me I want you to come to that place where you know that God can meet your needs. I want you to come to that place where all you need to do is to be free in your mind. Don't have anybody. Don't have any animosity against anybody. Even if they're wrong, you forgive them. Because you must get the joy of the Lord from his presence. This is deliverance. Hallelujah. Don't mind what they say. Don't mind what they do. Maintain your state with the Lord by relating accurately with man. Even if you greet them and they refuse to greet your salutation, don't have any problem with anybody. Just be free in your mind. Don't forget the prayer of David. Deliver me from blood guiltiness. And restore unto me the joy 
of your salvation. And in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. Man will not kill you because you are not killing anybody. Man will not hate you because you are not hating anybody. Every obstruction on your way, it dissolves because your spirit is free from this moment. In the name of Jesus Christ.